Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This is Chris Fetters, Dogman.com, here with Tracy Ford for Sports Performance. After the Mock Combine, this has become kind of a yearly thing. Was this year three? Oh, shoot, this is Four? Really year seven. But, I mean, of the Mock Combine. Yeah, we do okay. it every year. But okay. So, five, six, seven. Gotcha. But of Starfire, yeah. you've done it here a few years? Well, we've opened it up to the public. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so, gotcha. Yeah. So, tell me a little bit about this particular class and maybe how you feel like it compares with guys that you've had in the past. Um, you know, I, I think talent-wise, this is probably our best class um, with the, you know, just the draft projection guys. You know, we have a couple, you know, we have multiple guys that are projected to go, you know, be a top 150 pick in this year's draft. So, we have multiple guys like that. You know, we've got guys from the SEC, guys from the Big Ten, you know, guys from the ACC. So, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome to see that. And then, obviously, some of the Husky guys that are here is, you know, more of their top top picks uh coming into uh this year so um you know so i think you know comparing the class i think you know um top to bottom i think this is probably one of my, my stronger classes that i've had um and i'm kind of just really excited to see them all go uh, go to work okay tell me a little bit about first of all the guys that didn't work out um guys that have decided or made the decision uh, first of all trey adams i mean obviously people were disappointed he didn't even play in the vegas bowl it sounds like he was getting tried to prep up for the senior bowl and then got a little dinged up with the hammy but uh, overall, how would you feel like getting him from where he started with you to where he is now? Um, I think Trey has done an excellent job with us. I mean, just uh, Trey is going to be the best version of himself he can be at the NFL Combine. Um, you know, he bends extremely well. Um, you know, he's gotten a lot stronger. His body has gotten a lot better just just physically, just looking at him. His body has gotten a lot better than when he first came in. So, you know, I'm still very excited to see him uh, run around at the Combine. Uh, it's a little disappointing point he wasn't able to go today um but again you know he um so we'll see i, I think he's still gonna he's still gonna do some really good stuff he's he's not gonna be a guy that's gonna wow you with combine numbers like that's not him him i've had i had him and i had caleb mcgarry last year i mean they're not that type of he's not that type of guy that's gonna wow you with combine numbers but what he what he will do is he's gonna be the best version of himself that he can um he's gonna bend well he's gonna move well um and i think you know biggest thing for him is a freaking great football player he's a great football player and he's not going to disappoint you with what he does out here but again he's not going to wow you but he's definitely not going to disappoint you we know that the combine they're going to prick and prod him to death especially with his injury history with with the knee and the back and all that with the workouts that he's done with you trusting everything physically and all that has he passed all the tests yeah physically i think he's going to pass all the, all the tests with flying colors i mean he hasn't had a uh no no real serious injuries with me um he's been able to bend he's you know he's you know he's you know he's i think he's power cleaned up to 315 pounds already so he is he's strong he saw that on twitter yeah yeah he he's strong and he's uh, uh so i i think he's going to be ready this is as strong as he's been and as good as he's felt um he said you know his whole college career so um i'm excited to see him go but like, like i said he's not going to be the guy that's going to wow you with the combine numbers it's just not who he is right 
with a guy like Benning, Potoi, who was, you know, we thought hopefully we were going to get a chance to see him work out. It didn't work out today, but again, I think he weighed in around two, low 280s, whatnot. I think they, you know, he's maybe trying to get a little bit bigger. Um, where do you see him projecting, knowing all the NFL guys that you know and, and kind of his body type and what you think he can do? Oh, well, he, Benning is going to, Benning's a freak. Uh, I mean, he is going, you know, he's got, you know, till late March to get ready for his pro day. Um, you know, he tweaked his hamstring a little bit uh, last week uh, in our first set of 40s. Um, so, you know, we held him out today, held him out today because I know he, you know, when he has to go is not till late March, but he is going to, he's going to steal the show. I mean, that guy, you know, I mean, if you looked at him with a shirt off today, he's getting abs. I mean, the, 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 he is a freak. And, uh, you know, I could see him running anywhere in the four sevens range. He'll probably tip the scale at about 290 when it's time to tip the scale. So 290 running four seven. I mean, that guy is a guy that, that I see that's going to dominate his pro day. Um, it could easily get drafted, you know, anywhere between the four four and six range just by what he looks like um, and I think he had a lot of production this year he's got, he's got a lot more production the last two years you know on the field and you know you look at him and you kind of follow his track record he's a four-star recruit out of high school he was an all-american you'll always kind of wonder well what happened to him at Washington well he played his last two years and played and played pretty well and I think you know with on top of a really a phenomenal uh, pro day performance I think that's the type of guy that could easily uh, uh, GMs are going to say, well, I won't pass on that guy. So I can easily see him going, you know, anywhere from the fourth to sixth round, hopefully on, you know, you know, on, on a really good pro day. Speaking of another guy who was a two-year starter and things like that, but may have fallen a little bit under the radar with draft, guys, is Jared Hilbers. Oh, yeah. You know, a guy that obviously took advantage of the situation with Trey Adams, really used it, took it, took, you know, I mean, took full advantage of that opportunity, you know, made kind of the, the left tackle position his own as long as he could, and then switched over to the right tackle this last year. Um, what, have, what have you been impressed with in getting a chance to work with him, and where do you think he's going to fall? Well, when I see Jared, I mean, that is a physical freak. I mean, he, his body is just put together extremely well, put together. You know, he doesn't have the long arms like Trey does, you know, but, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of see him more of a guard in the NFL because he kind of reminds me of DeCastro did coming out of high school. Um, and, again, that's a really tough comparison. You know, that's probably the best guards in the NFL right now, but very similar to that. But he is athletic. I mean, he is more on the Kayla McGarry side when you talk about athleticism. I mean, he's going to run well. I think he you know he ran he ran extremely well today. Um, he's going to do really good in the in, in in every testing. I think from the bench to the vert. I mean he is going to do really really well. That's another guy that I see easily with his height. You know at six seven. You know in in his weight and the way he runs is yeah that's a guy that I think GMs and he, and he had a really good senior uh, East West Shrine game too, which was really good for him. So um, you know I would love to see him run at the combine. You know I thought I thought he would definitely steal the show, but giving him more time to prep for the pro day in late March. I mean, yeah, that, that's a guy that's for sure going to come off the board, uh, you know, for sure within the next, for, within 300 picks. Sure. Going to the three skill guys from Washington that you're working with, let's start with Chico McClatcher, a guy that came back this last season after stepping away from the program, comes back. I mean, 185 pounds, looked solid. I mean, just physically, clearly passes the look test. He always has. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you've worked with Chico a long time. Yeah. Talk to me about his development and, and what you see his pro potential being. Um, you know, 
the question is, you know, where do you play Chico? You know, I, you know, I, I thought he was more of a running back. I've, I've had him forever. You know, I thought he was more of a running back. Um, he's not the most natural route runner when you watch him run routes, but he's a playmaker. And that's the thing. I think he can be really deadly in the return game. Um, I think he can be used as a running back. He reminds me of a Darren Sproles type player. Like that, that's who he is. You know, I would love to have seen him run the ball a little bit more at Washington because that's, that's who Chico is. I mean, he's not a, he's not a, you know, they get the comparisons of Jadon Mickens and some of the Marvin Halls. Well, those guys were real receivers. I mean, you look at them at Dorsey, those guys played wide receiver. He mentioned, he mentioned Tavon Austin. Yes, yes, yes. I could see him easily like that, but again, his body's a little bit built different. He's a little thicker. He's got a little bit different frame. He has a running back frame. If you look at him from his calves, the way, you know, way his butt sits high and his legs, I mean, he's strong. He can break tackles. So the interesting part about it is, you know, when he goes to the next level is where does he play? Because I think, he, I mean, I think he's going to have an opportunity. He's going to have a big pro day with, you know, with guys like Jacob Eason, Hunter, Savon, some of those guys that are going to be there, Trey, you know. Um, so he's going to have a lot of eyes on him. So I think, uh, you know, and I've seen that happen with a lot of our guys. You know what I mean? Marvin Hall did it, uh, you know, and he's still playing in the league going on his fourth year. So um, I think he's, he's going to run well. He's going to run well. Um, he should run in the sub four fours. Um, he's going to jump well, do all that good stuff. So I think he's going to get an opportunity. The question is, you know, where do you play him? You know, where do you play him? How do you use him? And I think, uh, you know, I honestly think he could be a, a guy that's, you know, probably a better pro than he was a college player sure. in the right system. Sure. Another guy where I think people wonder where he's going to fit in best as a pro could be Savon Ahmed. I mean, Obviously, he's shown a lot, ran for 1,000 yards last year as a running back, but a lot of people feel like he can do his biggest damage when he's in space. Right. What, what have you worked with with him? And, you know, kind of like with Chico, do you see a, a situation where he could really flourish? Yeah, I think Savan is definitely a player in – we talked about throughout his college career, and you watch him, is he's going to be a better pro than he is a college back. I, I, just, I just think with, where, where the NFL is transitioning to right now, where you know, they are starting to spread the ball out, and speed becomes the key. Speed never slumps. Yes, yeah, speed never slumps. You know? So I think, you know, I think uh, honestly, you know, he, he becomes a better pro than he was a college back. Like, I, I, I just firmly believe that, and you know, he, hasn't, he hasn't taken a lot of carries, which is good. For him, unlike you know, unlike Miles, who you know kind of came to the league with the you know he came with a lot of miles on his a lot of miles on him. You know he, he hasn't take, taken a lot of damage to his body, a lot of bandage on his body, um, and he's and he's extremely fast. He's extremely fast, extremely explosive, and he could change direction at the drop of a hat. So again, just for him, the biggest thing that you know we've been working on with him uh, just throughout this process is just to be able to you know um, feel feel zone and be able to you know press the line of scrimmage and cut cut on a dime but but again be very patient with it and not try to outrun defenders because you watch him he can run outside zone he might he might outrun he might outrun the tackle he might outrun the pulling guard because he's just got to just be patient settle it down patient and and kind of use his speed to his advantage and then the last guy hunter bryant everyone really curious about where hunter might land i mean he's not the prototypical tight end but in some ways he is right because he has a lot of those same traits that you see in a, a Kittle yeah. or uh, who was the kid at uh, Kansas City. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. But, you know, some of those types of guys. He's clearly not that size, right. but he has some of those playmaking abilities. What have you really focused on with him to try to get him ready, and, and ultimately where do you see him landing? The biggest thing with, uh, with Hunter is, you know, obviously I think he's a – 
you know, he's a day one talent. I think he's a day one talent. Could easily slide and, you know, be a day two pick. Um, but, you know, his production, I mean, you turn on the film, I mean, that stuff doesn't lie. I, I don't think he's not going to, you know, he's not going to be a DK Metcalf where he's just going to just blow up the combine. He is not going to stink it up by any means. He's going to come off the bus. He's The guy is just freaking shredded from head to toe. He's going to jump solid. He's going to run solid. He's not going to, he's not, he's not a blazer. That's just not him. That's not who he is. He's not a blazer, but he changes directions extremely well. So he's going to look really good in the pro agility and three cone drills. Um, you know, he's going to, he's got good straight, straight ahead speed. Not great, but he has good straight ahead speed, but he's a football player. And again, kind of going back to that being a football player and a playmaker. I mean, I, I've always looked at him as, you know, he is, a. Uh, the football player, like the mold is Aaron Hernandez, the football player. Again, the football player, Aaron Hernandez. But again, where he's kind of a mismatch problem, you can line him up outside, you can line him up inside, he can steal, he's big, physical enough to block you, um, fast enough to run away from you, uh, but probably not fast enough to to, to, to run by you on a, on a nine route, you know. But um, I think he's going to, I think, again, he's, he's another guy that's going to be a really good pro. I was going to say, and we won't talk times or anything like that, but at least by my unofficial watch, I had Hunter having the fastest uh, 20 yard shuttle, yeah. which of course is yeah. the change of direction yes, drill for absolutely. you guys. Yeah, and, and he did. He did. He ran extremely well in the pro agility today, which was, which we knew, like he could change direction. And that's why, you know, everybody wants to run a 4 4. And, you know, this is, that's not him. That, 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 that's not him. You know, but what he can do is he can change direction extremely well and he's not slow. He's, uh, when you look at, tight end times from last year you know a top 10 time is a 4-7 you know what I mean so guys are running not everybody's running a 4-5 there's barely any guys running 4-5 low 4-5s you know a lot of 4-6s and, and then there's some 4-7s that are in the top of that class so you know he's gonna shape up in that range where you know he can he's, he'll be in the mix of being one of the faster tight ends in this year's draft for sure. Well, fantastic mock day as usual, Tracy. You put together a great event. Obviously, a lot of things that Washington fans can look forward to, not just in Indianapolis, but also in Pro Day up at UW at the end of March. So really appreciate you sticking around. And uh, for uh, Tracy Ford, this is Chris Fetters of Dogman.com. Go dogs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.